0: This is Stone Cold ET, and when you're listening to the Ohio Indie Report, what I said, the Ohio Indie Report, what you gotta listen long and you gotta listen hard like the toxic
1: rattlesnake. Hey, Doug, I think it's about time we put off for the city, man. They're looking like we forgot or
0: something. Remember that. Man, I'm so in, it's a goddamn shame. This is the Ohio Report. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pedro DeLuca, and now it is time for your main event of the evening. Introducing your host from Northeast Ohio, he is heavy set. And now, here is the Ohio Indie Report.
1: What is up, wrestling fans? What is up, AIW fans? I am back. We are back, the Ohio Indie Report, and what a long time it has been. And we have a New event coming up for AIW. The next event is this Friday. Before we get into any of that, a th- few things i like to, to just speak upon real quick. Um, g- going back to December for... I was going to do a... Preview show for End of the World, but a few things happened Um, the night that I was going to record. I had one special guest back out, and then I had a headache that night, even though I was able to get someone to to fill in. So I just had to pretty much cancel the episode. I still always, obviously, do my live tweeting and everything from the show, so I hope everybody enjoyed that. Uh, Shortly after that, right as um, we were starting to get ready for Girls' Night Out, I had a few uh, personal things happen in my life that... Prevented me from a few things and I actually had one episode recorded and because of those instances I couldn't I couldn't do another episode I couldn't publish that episode so Basically, well, a lot of stuff has gone on. And then Girls' Night Out, by that time, I said in the previous episode, if you haven't heard it, I had uh, some computer problems. I actually spilled some, something accidentally onto my laptop, messed up my screen, didn't have my laptop for almost a month, uh, about three weeks or so. So that prevented a whole bunch of stuff. That was right around the time of Girls' Night Out, so I couldn't produce a show to like talk about it. And now I think so much time has gone by, I don't, I don't really want to talk about it. But if you want to know about Girls Night Out 8. And you want to see this, you can go to store.aiwrestling.com. That is AIW's online store where you can pick up the DVD. It's not available just yet, but if you want it right now, you can definitely go to smartmarkvideo.com and pick up the download of Girls Night Out 8 for only $11.99. That is cheaper than what I paid for a ticket. So it is definitely worth it. It was a fantastic show. It was women's wrestling the way it should be. And AIW is absolutely absolutely excellent on putting on those shows but there is a lot to get into right now Gauntlet for the Gold Eight this Friday, March 29th at 7:30 bell time at Turner's Hall, the only place where A.I.W. has been doing shows for a year now. This is, if I'm correct, this is the one-year anniversary show of, from when they debuted at Turner's Hall for Gauntlet for the Gold Seven. Now we're obviously Gauntlet for the Gold Eight. If you still haven't got tickets, yet, tickets are only fifteen dollars. I mean, that's just like a tip of the iceberg. I mean, we have so much to get through. There's everything that's on the card. They have announced the next three shows after Gauntlet for the gold. It's getting them really quick. Damn it feels good to be a gangster. Yes, you heard me right. Damn, it feels good to be gangster. Friday, April 26th. Again, 7.30 bell time. Also at Turner's Hall in Cleveland, Ohio. Once again, tickets are only $15. And then the annual tournament, the 24 person quote PTI style unquote tournament, which will be May twenty-fourth and twenty-fifth, obviously the second year they will be honoring JT Lightning with a JT Lightning invitational tournament, which will be Friday, May 24th, and Saturday, May 25th, 7.30 bell time on Friday, 6 o'clock bell time on Saturday, and of course they are having the second annual fan fest for the J at 3 PM on Saturday. Show tickets are twenty bucks for each show, but a two-day pass with a free fan fest is only thirty bucks. And that sale is going to be through the month of April, April 1st to May 1st. And then after that, from May 1st to May 24th, tickets for both shows will be $40. Me, you know, I'm going to be buying my ticket soon. And if you thought that those two or the events I'm talking about, no, there is one more event to talk about and it is absolution 8, Sunday, June 30th, 6:30 bell time. Obviously still we're always at Turner's Hall, but the kicker it will be live on iPayperview on smartmarketvideo.com or smvod.com. So just so much to get into, and they have already, real quick, they have announced the first participant for the JLIT and the first match for the day two of the Jalen First, let's get into the first participant. It is none other than Adam Cole from Ring of Honor. The last time we seen Adam Cole in AIW, it was when he tag-teamed... With Kyle O'Reilly going up against the Irish Airborne. So what will Kyle O'Reilly bring to the tournament? Who will his opponents be? We'll find out in due time by the time May 24th comes when day one of the tournament begins. And day two, let's get into day two. The first match announced will be Jock Sampson, the Appalachian Outlaw, versus the wild Eye southern boy, Tracy Smothers. This match has just so much greatness written all over it. Definitely looking forward to this... Tracy Smothers is a legend in the ring, and what he brings to this match against Jock Samson, a former guest of this show, a friend of the show, is beyond words, and I am definitely looking obviously looking forward to this match, and we are months away from this, and these are the first matches, well, the first match announced for the, Day 2, and the first participant of the J-Lit announced. J-Lit, I remember last year, was a fantastic two-day show, the only thing I didn't like from a fan's point of view is driving from Akron to Cleveland two days away in a row. Luckily, I had a friend come with me, so it... So we divided up the money for the show for the gas money, but other than that, definitely looking forward to this. And with FanFest, thirty dollars—it is an absolute steal. Get your tickets soon. And if I'm correct, there's actually—I've said there's the—they're doing it through May, but it's only limited to so many people. So you want to be one of the first to get your ticket to this J-Lit event? And not only we got the like I said, the J-Lit coming up, we have Absolution. Damn, it feels good to be gangster. But let's get into Gauntlet. For the gold, for those of you who don't know, which I would suggest most of you do know, but Gauntlet for the gold is where the main event is pretty much always a 30-man over-the-top battle royal, very similar to the Royal Rumble, pretty much exactly like the Royal Rumble, but obviously with all AIW wrestlers, and for me, I'll never forget last year with um, this event. Number 30 was Johnny Gargano. Let, Let me play that clip for you just real quick
0: the final entrant, number 30,
1: And you could actually hear me about 10 seconds in, I actually start yelling for Pedro. And I'm one of the first ones to start yelling when Johnny Gargano's music hits. Um, being a fan of that particular event, being being there, I think it was right around number 25. Me and a few of my friends looked at each other and we were like, Johnny Gargano could be number 30. And as we got closer and closer, it, was just, it seemed like more and more possibility behind Johnny Gargano being number 30. I think, if I'm correct, 28 was Tim Donst. He clears the ring. Not 100% sure if he was there, but I know at this point he does clear the ring. Number 29 comes out in Southside St. Clair. Gets thrown out pretty much immediately. And then we were on to number 30 in the wait. That fantastic wait of who's going to be number 30. thing is you don't hear in that video is actually Pedro announces final entry at number 30 one more time previous to that. And it just helped build the suspense that Johnny Gargano was number 30 fantastic event and I think if this match was the only match on the card I would still go just because who doesn't like a 30 man over the top battle royal a royal rumble if you will a lot of people love the royal rumble in the WWE and I'm definitely one of them and it's it's just it's just pure entertainment and the thing that they do if you're going to get to go to this event there is a well I'm hoping there is this year but I know there's been years before Gauntlet for the cash where none, the numbers 1 through 30 are all put in envelopes. Pedro comes out right before uh, the doors are open and he sells these envelopes. You don't know which number you're going to get. It's very much kind of like a magic trick where you have all the cards spread out and you have to pick one. It's very similar to that. You pay your money and you get to pick a card or an envelope. And I think that that's part of the fun. So you got 30 people in the crowd who may be rooting for their favorite but at the same time they're rooting for their number, their, their number to be somebody good, maybe be someone they like. I think last year, I don't remember the number I had, but I had the Chad and our... Oh, uh, I just remember being so mad when his music hit and he came out for my number. But that's the fun of it. I, d- I don't remember what number he was. It's just absolutely fun. And If you're going to this event, I suggest you to take part of this. I'm, I'm pretty much sure I'm going to have the extra cache. So I'm definitely going to be putting my cash in there and hopefully to win. But that's pretty much, that's the main event. And we we still have a very, very stacked card. A lot of surprises. And like I've said before, AIW does the surprises better than anybody. Let's start off with Ethan Page with Silesia Sparks versus Josh Prohibition. Josh Prohibition is one of my favorite guys in AIW. And Ethan Page is a guy who's been going up the ladder himself, especially with Silesia Sparks by his side. Ethan Page is definitely all ego, like his name says. And he has a lot to prove going up against one of the legends of Turner's Hall. One of the top Cleveland guys to come around in years. A true veteran of AIW. And that's one reason why I'm looking forward to this match. And of course, Stacy Sparks is ringside. So, a little something for everybody. And we have a women's wrestling match on the on the card. Angelus Lane versus Andy Starr. Andy Starr was supposed to be at Conspiracy Theory. I'm pretty much sure the some, some of the bad weather kept her from there but she was at Girls' Night Out 8, and so was Angela Slane. So another reason. Check these two girls out. Andy Starr, the um, All-American Canadian. And A- Angela Slane really, really impressed me. Her look, if you, if you just look at her, she kind of looks very similar to Allison K AK-47. And she can also wrestle as well. A- A- Andy Starr is very good too. Andy Starr actually made it to the four-way ladder match that was the main event of Girls' Night Out 8. Another great match to check out. And these, these two these two women, these two ladies, debuted at Girls Night Out 8, both pulling off at least one win. Andy Starr obviously did not win the four-way ladder match. But now that these two ladies have made a little bit of an impact at one show, what are they going to do with the second show? And sometimes with these women wrestlers, it seems like you can, you might be able to make a splash one time, but it's how good you do that second time. And I have no doubt that these two ladies will pull it off and have an excellent match. Another match on the card is Matt Tremont versus Chris Dickinson. I, I personally don't know much about Matt Tremont. I did look him up a little bit and he has been in CZW and that's pretty much what he's known for the, uh, the CZW style and going up against Chris Dickinson who is just a very powerful guy and I'm, this is a I think a sleeper of how great this match can be I'm hoping it, it's higher up there on the card but it could be very early to pretty much wake a lot of us fans up possibly I'd like to see more at this point I want to see more Matt Tremont I, I don't want this to be a one and done with him I'd like to see him more in AIW and I do enjoy what Chris Dickinson has been doing everything his matches are just absolutely insane the guy is a machine I just wish he wore more because he seems to wear the shortest tights and just kind of awkward sometimes as a male fan but I digress because they make up for any social so it's all I'm gonna say another match on the card a tag team match the Batiri versus the Jollyville Fuckets. the Jollyville Fuckets, who if I'm correct were in the beyond wrestling showcase match at conspiracy theory a lot of fans got behind them for them to be in another match in aiw so they f- aiw is feeding them to the demons that is the batiri and the batiri just this downfall since losing the their tag team titles so you got the Jollyville Fuckets trying to make a name for themselves, and you got the Batiri trying to remain a big name in tag team division of AIW. And of course, in the corner of the Batiri will be Veronica Ticklefeather. And then we got a tag team match: two members of Nixon, Bobby Beverly, and Ricky Shane Page versus Johnny Gargano and Josh Alexander. Because it was Josh Alexander that came to the save of Johnny Gargano at the end of Conspiracy Theory, and Josh Alexander has been on a roll. He has been unstoppable in aiw so the whole shebang and josh alexander can they bring what it takes to destroy half of nixon and in another tag team match the aiw tag team champions hope and change veda scott and the absolute inspirational wrestler, the true AIW, Gregory Iron, will defend their titles against mystery opponents. Now, I will admit, I have talked to someone within AIW, and only thing that they would tell me, because one of the things I wanted to know was, A, have we seen these guys, these opponents in AIW before? Answer was yes, and I asked, is it the Briscoes? I just thought I'd ask one team, and that was a no. That's all I know, and I was told I would definitely, enjoy of who their tag team opponents are. So that, that's a little food for thought to think of who's going to go up against Hope and Change. And let's not forget Veda Scott is the number one contender and has a future title match with Allison K AK-47 at an upcoming AIW show and Gregory Iron still wants a shot at the AIW championship. But as who their tag team partners as uh, who their tag team opponents are I have no clue but it's a surprise that AIW is sure to deliver on. And also, a part of the card, Tim Donce, is scheduled to make a statement on his future in AIW. Recently, AIW posted a video of Tim Dantz's reaction after what happened at Conspiracy Theory, so check it out.
0: Eddie! I hate you! I hate you, Eddie! Ever since I was 19 years old, you've never been nothing but a bully! Three years before that, when I was 16 at the Wrestling Factory, you were a prick, Eddie! All the other boys, Hollow, Wicked, Akuma, all the guys took me under their wing and showed me how to be a man in this sport. They showed me how to respect this sport, except for you. You know what, Eddie, tonight I finally figured out why that was. It's because you're scared of me, Eddie. It's because you see that it factor in me, that the promotions see, that Chikara sees, that epic Warsaw saw, and right now, AIW sees, Eddie. When you beat me up, I can take that. My body can take that. Hell, so can my mind, but when you get on that mic, when you get on that mic in front of my fans, in front of my family, and you tell me that I will deserve to be booked here, Eddie, Fuck you, Eddie. Fuck you. AIW is my home. You want to come into my house, step into my ring again? I swear to God, Eddie, I'm going to kill you.
1: And just remember, that video, along with the Johnny Gargano video, you can find on AIW's YouTube channel at youtube.com slash AI Wrestling. But Tim Daunt's definitely angry after what Eddie Kingston said. So does anything from that video foreshadow what will happen at Gauntlet for the Gold? The only way to find out soon is to buy your ticket for Gauntlet for the Gold 8 now, or just buy a ticket at the door. Again, only $15. Another match we have on the card is a six-way scramble match. The loser enters Gauntlet for the Gold at number one. Pretty much sure that's whoever gets pinned or smits or whatever. ACH, Davey Vega, Lewis Linden, Marion Fontaine, Colin Delaney, M-Dog, Matt Cross. That's pretty much, I feel, all I need to say. You have some great athletes in here. You have some great wrestlers. You have so much in this match. The things alone that guys like ACH, Davey Vega, and Lewis Linden can do, and also M-Dog, Matt Cross, that match right there, Could be a five-star match, but you're adding in Colin Delaney and Marion Fontaine. And I've said it before, Colin Delaney has improved leaps and bounds of the Colin Delaney we knew even a year ago. And Colin Delaney's road to awesomeness continues at Gauntlet for the Gold. Lewis Linden has been pretty much a singles wrestler for the last past year. But we all know what he can do in the ring. A-C-H... A wrestler who recently got a contract with Ring of Honor, which I'm very happy that he is getting an opportunity in Ring of Honor to get his name out there more for the fans who don't know who, who he is. And I only got introduced to him about a year ago, and the guy is fantastic. Great guy to even talk to. Uh, and to just watch him in the ring, whether it's for one minute, five minutes, ten minutes. What was that Iron Man match they did a half hour? Absolutely fantastic. Love what ACH does. And Davey Vega's the same boat as Lewis Linden. He's been a singles competitor for roughly a year now since Matt Fitzshad has got injured. But we also know what he can do in the ring. And, of course, the innovator of Ariel Insanity M-Dog Matt Cross. And one thing is, the loser gets number one in the gauntlet. Well, what what does the winner get? Do they get number 30? No. They get something better. They get a title match that night against the AIW Absolute Champion Eric Ryan. Personally, I have no idea who could possibly win this, but I think no matter what, if you match any one of those guys up against Eric Ryan for the Absolute Title, you are guaranteed a fantastic Match, I'll always say this Eric Ryan is a fantastic worker, whether he is in Nixon or he's not in Nixon. There's something I've always admired about the guy. And coming in, he seemed kind of, I'm not going to say boring, but like there was nothing that really stuck out. But the more and more I watched the guy, the more and more I watched him work, the more and more you hear him on the mic. I think he's an underrated talent in the local scene. For him to be champion of AIW says a lot about his hard work. Not really a Nixon fan but I'm a bit of an Eric Ryan fan. So what's going to happen at Gauntlet for the Gold? There's like a, there's there's so many matches here. I don't think anybody has a reason not to show up. And let's not not forget the winner of the Gauntlet for the Gold gets a title shot at the absolute title. Let's go over these all you have. Matt Tremont versus Chris Dickinson. Ethan Page with Sleazy Sparks versus Josh Prohibition. Half of Nixon, Bobby Beverly, and Ricky Shane Page versus Johnny Gargano and Josh Alexander. The Batiri versus the Jollyville Fuckets. Angela Slane versus Andy Starr. Hope and Change will defend their tag team titles against a mystery team. Tim Dons will make a statement on his future in AIW. 30-man over-the-top rope battle royal to compete for a number one contender shot at Eric Ryan's absolute title. In the six-way scramble match, ACH versus Davey Vega versus Lewis Linden versus Marion Von versus Colin Delaney versus M-Dog Matt Cross loser gets number one in the gauntlet winner gets a shot at to the top with a match against Eric Ryan for the absolute title now for any reason you can't make it to this show that's perfectly fine just but just remember later in a couple months you'll be able to buy this at store.aiwrestling.com on DVD but if you want to get the instant results for this show Follow at OhioReport on Twitter. That's obviously the the Twitter handle for the show. And I will be tweeting live results and pictures if I can from the event. Once again, gauntlet for the Gold 8. Friday, March 29th. That's this Friday, 7.30 bell time. So doors open at, quote, 6.30. Obviously, Turner's Hall, 7325 Guthrie Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio. Again, tickets are only $15. And let's also not forget the thing's coming up. Damn, it feels good to be gangster friday april 26 7 30 bell time turner's hall again tickets only 15 dollars the second annual jt lightning invitational tournament friday may 24th and saturday may 25th 7 30 bell time on friday six o'clock bell time on saturday and on saturday a 3 p.m j Lit fan fest and the granddaddy of them all at aiw absolution 8 live on ipay view go to smartmark video com right now and you can pre-order this event again sunday june 30th 6 30 bell time turner's hall again tickets are only only 15 dollars Well, that will do it for me here on the Indie Report. Some know me as Heavy Set, others know me as Justin. You can call me whatever you want. But one thing you can say about me is I'm always front row, live tweeting these results to you. So if I don't see you at the show, find me on Twitter, at Ohio Report. And that'll do it here on the Ohio Indie Report. Hello everyone, I am here in Cleveland, Ohio, I am recording this on my cell phone, I have a beard, I have a pink hoodie, and I am 25 years old, I am also a world champion, you may know me as Johnny Gargano, and you are listening to the Ohio Indie Report. Okay, now I'm going to do this again, even because you're going to edit it, so you're going to hear this again, and I again I'm to edit it. Uh,